0: Hello, and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
1: And I am Jared Fried. So good to be back here with you, Jordana, in studio.
0: In studio. We're back. We're doing a bunch in studio. Um, love the in studio experience.
1: I do, too. I mean, not to say the out of... You know, like last week's episode was a, was a, was a classic to me. I thought we'd had a great... Epi- that was a memorable Agreed. taping. It was fun, funny. But when we're here...
0: Better, much better energy.
1: The energy's up. Yeah, this is what it's all about.
0: We have our live studio audience yes. of um, Sean and Maddie who produced the show.
1: Yeah, I well, that's how I know. Like, you know, I like hearing them. You know, chuckle from from the corner. Like I know if something is going over. Like you know, when you're in Zoom land. Right. It's just you and your stuffed animals.
0: Exactly. You have nothing. Nothing. And you wind up looking at your own face <laughs> the whole
1: time. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm excited to be back. What are you... Uh, what's going on in your world?
1: Um, shows. I'm traveling around. It's been nice to meet, you know, the fans and people who love the show and come and approach me. What I mean, it's been... Good, you know, like, uh, how have you been? How was, like, Valentine's Day? Did we talk about this? Did we
0: talk about that? I don't think so. Valentine's Day was solid. Yeah. It was good, you know, good, solid Valentine's Day. It was there, and then it was gone. Um, <laughs> and it was another, I would, I would say, like, the, uh, an average uh, Valentine's Day as they go. Okay. So it's a Monday. Great. Yeah. Know. How was the worst day of the year?
1: The worst day of the year, my birthday. I love that that is caught up. <laughs> yes. Like, I love that that is, like, a thing to pe It's an inside joke for sure. It's not like the world knows it's the world. Exactly. Worst day of the year. But I, I, the, the weirdest part is that the worst day of the year, my birthday, February 21st, and then the next two days were, like, gorgeous weather, T-shirt weather, people yes. were feeling good. And I'm like, wow, we really did get over the hump. You know, like, really? we really have risen yeah. out of this thing.
0: Just called it.
1: It it was very much a... I get, like, reflective on a birthday. I'm not, like, a big, like, right. celebrate guy, but yes. I'm also, We've like... we
0: discussed, do you think anyone who celebrates their birthday is
1: a loser? Fucking loser yes. child, Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just look at someone. I'm like, what, 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 what's so wrong in your life that every day is right. oh miserable? So you have to celebrate this day. I need the win today. Well,
0: we talked about this. I think more intensely when I turned 30 mm. because I had like a whole like birthday wine tour thing, and you were like, what you said, which is very accurate. Like, there's no one who celebrates their 30th like an unmarried 30 year old woman. <laughs> Um, Which I was at the time. Yes, yes. Um, and it was very, very true. It's like the sometimes, sometimes, some years you really need your birthday.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's more to me. It's got to be more of a female thing because Mm. you got to go celebrate everyone else's shit, all their bullshit, and you've somehow created more parties along the way: the engagement party, the bridal shower, the you know first
0: birthday, the the, babies, all that other shit, all that
1: shit. So it's like. I do understand. Like, I don't think that there's, you know, the. I think the, the there's got to be, there's always a societal environmental reason for the things we're all doing. Yes. And I would imagine like there, if you're turning 30 and you're single and you've gone and done bridesmaids duties at fucking 30 weddings, you're like, fuck all of you. I'm getting mine today, you know? <laughs> like, yes. You have, you need something, just some sort of get back.
0: There, is, that's totally true. And then I think you also have, around my age, you have a lot of people who are starting to have kids, and like get pregnant, and all the other stuff. So like, if they're not at the moment, it feels like this is my last
1: chance. Oh, the- like
0: to like have fun <laughs> forever. Like there is like a sense of like, all okay, right, I'm doing this because like soon I can't do this, and I'm like, I'm I'm on it, I'm in it.
1: And people ask why there's such a thing as fear of commitment. You know, like, the idea... <laughs> we're going to have
0: all the fun this year, and then we're not going to have fun for another 10 years.
1: And then we die. Yes. It, it, yeah, the next time we have fun is at a um, a party for our graduating child from high school. Like, that's exactly. the next... When we celebrate and then decide if we divorce or not. we
0: decide if we want to have fun together <laughs> or separately. Yes.
1: It's sad life, people. That's what it is. Well, you know? happy birthday. Thank you. It's uh, another year, uh, thirty-seven. I, I, an old man in this game. I, I
0: young man, young man,
1: young man, old man, middle age. I'm I, forty. I mean, I, I didn't even think. i
0: <laughs> Where did forty come from? I don't know. It's You've just never like mentioned forty before. Never in
1: my life until right now. And okay. now I'm like, it's on my mind. It's like it's. Uh, it's not on my mind. I don't know. I. I definitely um it father is father time. Father time. That's right. That's what start calling me Father Time. Father that's time. that's my new nickname. Um I yeah, just I I was 40 s-
0: scary to you the idea of 40. Is 40 like to men what 30 is to women? A bit.
1: <sighs> I I don't think so. maybe I don't know, I, but now that it's now that I put it in Now, now head. you put it in my <laughs> head. Yeah. I won't sleep for the next week. I I will say like I remember vividly my dad talking to my dad one day, like this was like five years ago, and saying calling him hold and he was like, Whoa, whoa. I think men perpetually think they're twenty eight. Like forever. Okay. Like Is I, that I, the ideal age for men? I guess so, yeah. You've, you've got, you got you can save right. you're, you're you're on a career track Probably a little bit a job, more, have a job yeah. and you feel sexually, you know, with it, you know.
0: Right. And you're not the youngest person on the market. So there's right. like still people who are I feel like a twenty-three-year-old guy is like
1: that's a child. No, that's that yeah. ain't that ain't going. That's not where I feel felt the best. Right. You know, because you're like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I'm, there's some of that at twenty-eight too. But
0: yeah, well, now you know you 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 you've got your shit together. So I feel like it can't be. <laughs> I
1: I have to say, as a as a thirty-seven-year-old man, the the you know what doesn't get me anymore? Let's do drinks, like okay. it, 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 with I, a date or with a friend? D- with a date. Okay. Like I I I just. I don't want to go. I I think this is. I've been talking a lot about this in stand up world, but like just the idea that like it takes a lot to get me out of the house at this point. Okay, like to go meet up. I got a message last night, and it was like, "Let's do drinks," and I was just like. No. No. (laughs) What what do you you want to do? then? I don't know. That's well. I do that again. Then I look in the mirror. I. That is the perfect question. And I. And you know, I was just like, you know, I don't know. I I was nothing. (laughs) I. I I don't know. I need to be. um, I feel like there's an age where someone. I think maybe there's an age where you just need one a, a pep talk coach.
0: Okay, I can be that. You can be that. Yeah, like can be that. if
1: I, could, but I would say like, and then you'd say like, well, how did Why did they message you? Who are they? What's? And I, and, I, and I had all those questions too. Had none of those answers. Like they like randomly saw me at a show and then were like, we should do drinks. And I was like, no, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Well, that's
0: fine. I can think. You know, that to me makes sense because you don't know that person. There's nothing to indicate that this would be. Any more a fun experience than it would be an unfun experience. Well,
1: I also have this with the apps. This is why I deleted the apps, because it got to we should do drinks. And even... And this is something, you know, word to the wise, everybody. every Like, this idea that men don't know, don't hear the tick, 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 tick. Okay, We know the timing of things. Like, right. anyone who you know, acts like they don't know, you know, this whole thing of like, why doesn't he ask me out? He keeps texting. Me. He doesn't ask me. Out. I was like, no, he knows. He well, knows. So then if he it's knows, time. He
0: knows he's just not interested in doing that.
1: I guess, you know, and, and then I think of myself, like, if I know, then why aren't I doing it? And then it's this like, and it's not about the person as much as it's like, I don't even know them. Mm-hmm. Was, the, was the talk even worth, you know, going on the date? Was it, you know, right. is this better than the couch? You know, and this isn't, Male driven, this is not gendered to me. This is just, I think this is more, to me, it's more age thing or like, no, because I've, I've,
0: I've heard that sentiment, not just from you, from other people, yeah. of like, hey, this isn't fun. I don't
1: yeah. <laughs> I feel very um unenthusiastic right. to even leave the house at this point and to like get, go into like the, it, 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 like, I'm noticing that now.
0: Right, I think and I've heard that actually, interestingly, from a few different people at this point, where it's kind of like, yeah, if, if the right, if I meet the right person, like I'm mm-hmm. interested in dating, I'm interested in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm not to, the act of like actively trying to get it is just not, it just doesn't feel good.
1: That totally agree. That, that's 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 kind of the sentiment, I, and I've been thinking again because I'm in this worst day of the year birthday reflection mode right. of, like, what do I want? What do I want to do? You go, and I go, yeah, I know what I don't want to do. Go for drinks. Right. <laughs> like, I, I actually thought that to myself as far as dating is concerned. But if
0: you met someone, you would want to go for a drinks. with yes. Someone that you met that you were, like, kind of had, like, a nice little bite-sized interaction with that was exciting.
1: And, and that turns in, and the depressing part about that, I think, for anyone out there is the chicken or the egg what comes right. first you trying or this phantom ghost floating into your life that like turns you on in a way that you're like I got to get a drink because it does get like well if I'm not motivated now what, you know what what is the right. thing that moves the immov- the unmovable object
0: well i guess it's the idea that like what if what if you didn't meet someone how would it be i'd be would pretty be okay? good i you know i <laughs> Well, that's, kind that's of your the answer. other thing. Yeah. I think that's also sort of your answer. It's like doing the work to meet someone, I think, is an important thing to do if that's something that you really want. And it's okay. It's a lot of people really want it. And so I think those people should be like on the app and, and trying and actively trying to go out with people and actively trying to go on dates and keep meeting people. And that's what you should do. But, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's mm. great. A lot, a lot of people find a lot of happiness from relationships. Some people. Are kind of like, okay, either way, like, don't care that much. If it didn't happen, like, let's say it didn't happen, like, ever Mm -hmm. for you, you'd be fine?
1: I would be okay. I'm sure I would have regrets. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm sure I would have regrets. I don't know when those regrets sink in. You know, like, I, this is where we come back to 40, like, the number 40. You go, because what you end up doing in something I never really did before is start counting on your fingers. You know, like, you go, well, if I got in a relationship today, then maybe married by 40, then I'm 41 at the, you know, first kid, and and now I'm 51 at 10, and it's like, now I'm an old dad, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never did that. I've never done that before, and I'm sure women have been doing that for way longer than I could understand. Like, I, I, I think women at, like... Their quinceañera are like, okay, if I get married in three years, then next year, you know, I'll have the baby. Well, you, you know, have like- all
0: these messages, and they come from everywhere. Mm. That like that's what you got to be doing, and that's yeah. like you know a big part of your life. And again, it's not the idea; it's not scientifically possible after a certain age. Mm-hmm, so you've mm-hmm. got there's that thing in the back of your head that's like make sure like the sec where's the second date? Like it's got like mm. we've got like things to do. Um, and I think for. Just like you can have a kid, you could have a kid at, at any age, whether it's like the ideal age or not the ideal age. And I mean, any woman can have a kid at any age too. If like they, they have to work a lot harder for it.
1: Sure. It, 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 the, yeah. So again, so that's the reason I haven't thought about mm-hmm. it. And I know that the people across from me have, and right. you know, you do sense the urgency a little bit, like what's going on here. You know, like the,
0: well, maybe then don't be on the apps. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, off. Right. I'm, it I, I, makes I'm them, fully deleted. It makes sense to I'm me clean. for you. Especially, you know, I've known you now a long time
1: mm.
0: and I've seen you in a relationship and I've seen you not in a relationship. And to me, you don't seem significantly happier in a relationship than not in a relationship. You seem like kind of like, to me, at least how you come off to me, mm. equally happy.
1: I'm either, pretty even keeled. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, as long as I have my phone <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be hey, okay. Like right. the movie her. I And I think
0: I, that's a great that's a great place to be. You know? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I I feel good. I think like you just you know, this I think this space of life, and I think a lot of our listeners would probably agree, it's repetitive. It's it doesn't feel like you're growing and it feels like you know, what is this all, where am I going? Right. And, you know, the idea of, like, getting into something more serious, that seems fun because it's a new ride at the park, mm-hmm. you know? And I've been in serious relationships, and I was, you know, happy then. And- no, I'm saying
0: not to say that you weren't happy. Yeah. I'm just saying that your, your your happiness, there's some people I know where they're in a relationship, and I can feel they're just, like, they're happier or mm. sometimes they're less happy, depending on the relationship. But like, they want to be in a relationship, and then they get in a relationship, and they're just a ha- they're 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 happier. They can sense like a general happiness than when they're yeah. not. And I'm not saying that you're happy, or single, but I'm saying like I don't notice a large difference in your sure. levels of like contentment.
1: Yeah, I I well then you go what what am I missing out on the happiness? You know, like there's that thought of like. Maybe, but, you know, that's when, when you're 37, you're like, have I never been happy? You know, like, and well, you go, well, I've definitely been fucking happy. No, you know,
0: and like, I think, like, everything is also a, a trade-off. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, every good thing, every, you can have a relationship and it makes you happy, but it makes, you know, in other ways, there's, there's other things that you, you know, there's, there's things about being single that you don't get when you're in a relationship. There's things about being in a relationship you don't get when you're single. It's like, there's, I don't know one is necessarily better than the other, although I think certain people... Thrive more in a certain relationship status. Yeah, I heard
1: a couple talking. I overheard a couple talking, and I was like, thank God, I am not in a relationship. Like, I, I like, hearing couple talk. Talking,
0: like, just boring talk?
1: This guy was like, he saw the, uh, what's the name of the store that has the American flag shirts? Old Navy. Old Navy, thank (laughs) you. Old, (laughs) Old Navy, uh, and then this guy looked at his girlfriend, like, they were in a couple, and he goes, Remember when, like, the old Navy American flag sweatshirt was the thing? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> Can well, you imagine? You, what do you want? What do you, what do you that's want? That's you have to talk about? Ugh. Oh.
0: What do you want from a relationship? Like? I don't
1: know. I just, I mean, maybe I heard them at a bad moment. Maybe they, I, but I was just like, this is. <laughs> that's probably
0: their good moment. What do you say? I'm going like confused. what you think
1: I no, I've been in a relationship. I know, yeah. but I was like, this is what they talk about. This is what I'm aspiring to. Okay. This is what I'm looking for to go remember the old Navy for that flag what, shirt. That's I was like, what Whoa. life is.
0: What do you think life is, though? Life is like, I don't think it's know, life the little is, things you're right. that are like, oh, someone who like remembers that with you. They're like, yeah, like I remember, you know, we used to,
1: <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, but I agree, life is more monotonous, but it's got to be better than that.
0: In. It's a moment in time.
1: Like, at least look at the person and go, Look at how ugly that fucking sweatshirt is. Like, give me something. Okay. I don't know. So I, maybe
0: they have that conversation sometimes too.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, wanted to go up to this yeah. couple and be like, Break up now. <laughs> Here's
0: the thing the best part about being in a relationship isn't the riveting conversations mm-hmm. that you have after like years and years of dating. It's not mm-hmm. like eventually you kind of. I mean, yeah, you could say something funny, or someone could. Refer, that's happens, but like mm-hmm. most conversations, is like, well, what are we doing for dinner tonight? Yeah, what are you know, like, what's going on this weekend? They're like not that exciting, but the trade off for that is like the stability that you have of having someone to like kind of rely on in the situations, or who remembers the thing, or who you've built a life with, and they like you know they've been through like the good and bad stuff, and they're still there, and you kind of have this like you've both been through it together.
1: You're right. It's it, it's having the person there without even having to look that they're there.
0: Right. So I, it's, it's, yeah. a it's a security stability thing. And that's why you, that's why a lot of people have only have kids when they're married is because they're like, yeah, you want to make sure that there's not like the, cause to have like a stable family, you kind mm. of need that boring sense yeah, that you're there.
1: I, I agree with that. I don't know. I just hearing it, you go, I don't know. Just, you know, just know that if you mention the polo, Ralph Lauren, Teddy Bear, it's a deal breaker for me. It's all over. right. Well, it's anyone over. who's listening, <laughs> anyone. no, I think, and
0: that's why I think they say, "Oh, it takes work. It takes work to like keep things like interesting, and exciting, yeah." And like, but even so, I don't think any couple that's been together long enough is like exciting all the time. No, I it's sort of like a, an unhealthy relationship is exciting all the time. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, that's not my expectation, but it's I, I guess I want that dull conversation.
0: Minimally. <laughs> well, not...
1: I guess I'm so far away from that part of the relationship Okay. at this point that you kind of... That I'm like, oh my God, how... That's another thing. It, and I think this is the hard part about being single and having been in relationships and now you're back in the whole... In the workforce, so to speak. Is you're like, oh my God, I'm so far away from that.
0: Okay. Like but I'm... It just s- seems like not at all part of your world at all. At all. Right.
1: And that like... To get to that where I can feel like there's someone to the right of me, you know that that relationship right. where the person is there for you, but you don't even need to look to, to know that they're there for you. You got to go on a first date. You got to right. go on a second date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to you got to well, have sex. You got to figure out if if it's physically right. Then you got to meet the families, and you got to you know it's like a whole. You're like, oh my god, I got to start at the right. beginning of this fucking. No, totally. And video I remember game.
0: when I was being single and looking at people had who had met their you know, they got married to the person they met in college. I'm like, you just got to skip all this <laughs> shit. Like, you just got to, like, it was just, ha- like, to happen so naturally. Yeah, I'm like, but you know what I mean? But everyone has that in some, some, some things you got to work harder for.
1: And it. some of the shit is exciting. Like, listen, And but it, then it's like, you know, I guess I'm living with, like, an incredible fear of, like, getting, like, I've, I feel a little bit, the, the thing I'm dealing with right now is getting past this, like, second date-ish area that you're, like, that you feel like you're making promises to someone. Okay. And not being ready to make the, you know, that's that's a, that's a fear of, of mine. Like, that's why that hump feels so much bigger now.
0: Well, how did you get over the hump last time to actually be in a relationship?
1: Um, sometimes I think back and I'm like, I don't know. You know, it took a lot of understanding from probably the other side. And, right. you know, understanding, like, of, like... But, like... You know, look, I don't want to blame schedule anymore. I don't want to like blame, you know, I don't want time to go by passively.
0: Okay. You want to be a- right. You want to be, be very active, um, purposeful. Perp- right. Purposeful about yeah. who you're spending time and with. And that's
1: been that was my big birthday realization was the that I'm not purposeful enough.
0: Well, I think that people appreciate that though. I think any, again, I don't think. I think there's this idea on your end where if you go on a third date with someone and then you don't want to go on any more dates with them, they're going to be like devastated and their life is... Gonna be, and not, that's not to say they wouldn't be upset
1: because
0: mm. many... I mean, I would probably be upset if I went on three dates with a guy I thought it was going really well and then he didn't want to go on a fourth date. Mm. That would be like a little upsetting, but it would be like upsetting for like a couple hours sure. and then I'd move on. Do you know what I mean? Like that's sort of part of dating is just being okay...
1: Well, I guess I if things that, don't work out. You're absolutely right, and it's an ego thing for me. It's all about me. It's not about anyone else. if
0: it? If it wasn't, if it was only about you, you wouldn't care because you'd be like, "This is what I'm doing." I think it's nice that you care. I think it's nice that you're thinking of that
1: proactively. But sometimes I think about it too much that I let it go on and on, you know. Right. Like, and I and I think that's and that's not about the other person. It's totally my right. insecurity, my stupid fucking ego, and then also. We read these emails during those two hours of upset. Like, are, The emails that come yeah, to this podcast are written when the person is in those two hours of being upset. And I'm totally. like, I'm just like constantly put, like I I, constantly, I think of like the people writing in to here all the They're time. They're all
0: going to be okay though. Like yeah, the they whole are. Thing. And, and I like, say that to
1: them. Right. We say that to them. They we are.
0: Do. They're all going to be okay. It's like, it's good for you to get rejected every now and then. It's not that big of a deal. It makes you like understand that it's not that big of a deal in the same way that I think that you... Going on three dates with someone and then practicing, Mm -hmm. just figuring out the best, like relaying that message of like, this was fun. I actually, I, you know, I don't want to waste any more of your time. I don't really feel like this is for me. That's an upsetting thing to hear, but it's fine. It happens. That's sort of like, that's just like how, like the more you do it, the easier it should almost become. Mm. Right. If you just practice doing that and then it's like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I feel it's like I'm excited to do it. But this is how I do I know i I feel good about myself because I know I'm not someone who's wasting someone's time. I feel good about myself because like I know I'm not a person who's like trying to hurt anyone mm-hmm. and that doing that whenever the feeling arises will just reinforce that feeling for you
1: yeah no it's uh it's it's been the harder part of figuring out this thing mm-hmm. so far but. well,
0: I think the act- the, the impulse. Is, is nice. I think it shows that you've like, that you're thinking actively about the other person. And then the next part of it is just realizing that again, like it, it's just sort of a net. It's natural. You know what I mean? People get sick. People get rejected. Bad yeah. things like life. Isn't all only incredible.
1: Well then. also you, you know, when you do this thing and it's like, Oh, well maybe I should try again. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you go, well, you know, because the, 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 the other hardest part about dating is other people come with their stories and everyone has everyone's story that relates to you that they try to relate to is, is the exception, not the rule. Okay. You know, everyone that comes up to you is like, well, you know, we went out 72 times until I was like into it. And yeah. you're like, just shut the fuck up. Like your story isn't anything to do with most stories. Right like and then you go well maybe i should wait 72 times in the mouse you know like, <laughs> like no
0: i don't think you should but i also think you know there's there's a little self reflection to be to be in the fact of like if i you don't have to worry about that if you look inward and you're like okay if i if i trust myself i trust mm-hmm. that this person isn't going to make me happy um yeah. but also we all also all know if maybe we're being a little bit too critical of something that isn't that big of a deal too so like you were the only one who would know that and you think you know yourself enough to know you win or you I mean,
1: I think the, the the premise of this podcast is too critical. You know, like that we are looking at things and unpacking them to like right. to the nth degree. But it is um yeah, I I this is yeah, this is all to say. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's good to be thirty seven, almost forty. Basically fifty.
0: Basically, wow.
1: Seventy two. That's how old I am today. Nice age for uh, you. <laughs> we got listen, we got you up merch. We got that crew neck sweatshirt. Yeah. people okay. I wore I wore it the other day. Comfy cozy. It's great. Perfect sweatshirt. I wore
0: it in recording last week. Um and we've got the you up hotline. Give us a call. If you missed the last episode, we played the voicemails. They're so funny. They're amazing. Guys, please leave us one. Number is two one two five eight nine eight nine zero three. And, you know, we've got a new podcast out, Bad Vibes. Check it out. It's very funny. It's a lot of fun. And Jared, what do you have coming up?
1: I got shows, people. I'm in San Francisco this weekend. I love San Francisco. I'm going to be at Molinari's, getting an Italian sub. I'm going to be doing all the San Francisco things that I like I'm to I'm excited do. for you. Chinatown, getting drunk in Chinatown. What's your
0: favorite city to perform at? I don't want you mm. to, like, just, I don't want you to uh, alienate any of your... <laughs> of your- well, I,
1: I, I would say my favorite...
0: Where do you get booked and you're like, oh, that's exciting, I'm...
1: San Francisco, like right, I, I right. genuinely, I'm not just saying that cause I'm there this weekend and please come <laughs> to the show and bring your friends. It, yeah. But I, I, San Francisco is like one of those cities that I like can't stop looking at. Like it, it's so foreign to me. Right. It doesn't look like where I'm from. It even looks though like it's Europe. A, it it a really yeah. has like a European, mm-hmm. so, everything about out there is different than how I grew up like I do feel like I'm in the princess diaries like I'm, right. I'm in that scene you know I you go like I have friends that live outside of the area you go to their houses like it's a very Cali bro right. lifestyle it's just like I feel like uh it's it's just such a cool it's just cool to be in a place that you're like I've never I have no relationship to this place and then people come to shows and they're cool like they're fun you know My
0: brother just moved to San Francisco I'll send him to your show
1: Send him I'll get him tickets so but people if I can't send all of you tickets. The rest so, of you
0: are going to have to yeah. go to Jared com. jaredfreed.com.
1: That's right. Uh, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake city, Kansas city, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. So those are my dates. Uh free.com. dot
0: Nothing gives me naked confidence. Like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. All right, let's get into about? today's topic. We're talking about cosmetic surgery and, and how you relay that information to a significant other.
1: Okay. I mean, <laughs> this is, I, I like this email. It's an extreme case to me.
0: It is. And I mean, I have a lot, I have a lot of thoughts. Should we just get right into it? Let's get it? right into it. All right. Hi, Jane j Saw Jared on the streets of NYC a few months ago heading to rom field and took it as a sign I had to see his show. I saw him when visiting friends in Richmond. He was great. Love you both. Congrats on the wedding again, Jordana. You and Mike looked amazing. Anyway, I'll get right to the question. What a lovely, um, comprehensive intro.
1: Very comprehensive.
0: Yes. At what point in a relationship should you tell your partner that you've had cosmetic surgery? Is this something that you need to disclose? And if so, is it reasonable for it to be a deal breaker for the other person? Growing up, I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I was the mouth breather in class. This
1: is how it all every nose job story starts. Growing with, up, yeah, growing up, and I couldn't breathe out of it. It was a septum issue. No one ever just. Uh, and ever, I hated my nose. Right? <laughs> like there was this... Godspeed. Whatever you got, you got. Exactly. I don't care. I'm kidding.
0: I was the mouth breather in class, so much so that one time a girl asked me to stop breathing so loudly in third grade during a test. <laughs> LOL. People have said that to me too. Just saying. really? Yeah, people have told me to stop breathing loudly.
1: Do women remember everything? Yes. Like Do the you idea. Remember of every negative grade, thing every- anyone has
0: ever said <laughs> to, um,
1: and me in my entire life. Every yeah. subtle slight. Yes. Is just
0: etched. Every dig. Every day. I can tell you anything. Yeah. The, the moment that it all, and it's just funny, she's probably been thinking about getting a nose job since someone's of the door, but I just want to say that that is not a weird thing. I've been told that before.
1: Someone in third grade, is there a St. Bernard in here? <laughs> Who's breathing like you. this?
0: That yeah. <laughs> was me. That yeah, was you in third grade. I can see.
1: <laughs> What's the deal with multiplication tables? now, 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 now. Just some guy cracking jokes has no idea that's ruined this woman (laughs) until she's later in life.
0: Who's breathing like a Hoover vacuum? How many girls have you created these (laughs) long-standing issues they needed to get plastic surgery for?
1: Um, She's still blaming this person from third grade.
0: (laughs) I would even have to take a breath before chewing so I wouldn't be chewing with my mouth open. As puberty hit, my nose got noticeably <gasps> larger. I'm um, <gasps> You're <laughs> know, again, re-traumatizing this person all over again.
1: I mean, she's explaining it in <laughs> such detail. I mean, like, okay, you got a nose job. Good for you. As
0: puberty hit, my nose got noticeably larger and became something that I was really self-conscious about. Coming from a family of Italians. <laughs> I was not the only person with a big nose, but as the oldest girl in the family, I got a lot of criticism about my appearance. Um, yeah, Jews are another category of that with um, potential issues. Yes, Can relate. We, we know a
1: few yes. that have had their nose done. It's okay.
0: I just knew I would feel better if I could get a subtle change. I got a nose job both for medical and cosmetic reasons the summer between high school and college. They
1: always mention the medical reasons. It's yes. always a deviated in septum. Yes, deviated de-
0: septum is the number one um, yeah. thing. This made a huge difference in my confidence and my ability to breathe. Like it was honestly hard to kiss guys before getting the surgery due to the whole holding my breath thing. I feel like we she could have probably we could have probably fixed that the. the she probably doesn't need to hold her breath while well, she kisses. Yeah. Well, she couldn't
1: breathe out of her nose. Okay. So she was going like try like
0: you could just do gasping every yeah
1: like I, I <laughs> <laughs> like she's going for like a, a long like uh, swim underwater. Yes. You know <laughs> like are we gonna kiss? <gasps>
0: There we go. Nearly 10 years post nose job. I'm now 27 and I've been dating my current boyfriend who was 29 for about six months. I'm meeting his family in a few months when they fly down for his grad school graduation and we've taken a few trips together and we've even talked about marriage and kids someday. Do you think I owe it to him to tell him about my nose job from a genetic standpoint? Am I genetically catfishing him when our kids come out with these with big noses? Also, kids don't come out with a huge nose. <laughs> this last baby you saw you're like... Every baby has a tiny nose. (laughs) Oh my God. It's a (laughs) schnoz. Like what? I've never ever seen a baby with a big nose. Me neither. No. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I. (laughs) Did you know that your nose and your ears are the the things that like grow throughout your life? Like they get bigger throughout your life, but your eyes and like mouth stay the same or something. Yeah. That's why you
1: see like old men with like droopy ears. Yes. And
0: larger noses. Disgusting.
1: No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Just like the potential
0: baby with this man. Am I genetically catfishing him when our kids come out with big noses? He also has a very uh, strong nose. I have been clearly as. I mean, who does she
1: think she's dating? Like, this idea that, like, these men, that anyone's walking around being like, oh, good, she's got a small nose. We can genetically work this out. (laughs) They'll be fine. They'll be okay. Like, I.
0: so, he's got a very strong nose. I've been totally honest with him about everything else about me family drama, mental health stuff, medical issues, etc. But I feel like he should know this fact eventually. He is just such a down to earth guy that I worry this will make him think I'm materialistic and insecure when really it was just something that improved my quality of life and confidence. Also, who knows if he would have still swiped right on me if it weren't for the nose job. <laughs> Not sure if this matters, but none of my friends or people outside of my immediate family know about the surgery and no one ever commented on it. I feel like the fact that the nose job was not a dramatic change might make it a little better. I don't know. Anyway, along with the whole genetic catfishing part, here are my questions. One, what do you think would be a reasonable amount of time to tell him, if at all? Two, how would you feel if your significant other said they got cosmetic surgery? Would this change how you view them? Three. On another note, do you think this would be viewed differently for different types of surgery, like breast reduction, breast enhancement, nose job, Botox, etc.? Love, nosy batch.
1: It is... Um, I, we laugh because we love. Like, yeah. we're making fun, but it, because this is... I mean, in my mind, like... Fucking tell him today. Right. To me, the, the bigger
0: red flag is nothing to do with the fact that she got a nose job. Again, I know, like... So many people. I'm from a town on Long Island, 70% Jewish. I know probably, like, more people who have had a nose job than haven't. Um, (laughs) Not a big deal at all. I think the weirder thing is that she hasn't mentioned it, just because now she's built it into this, like, huge, crazy thing.
1: Where It's about her, not him. Yeah.
0: It has nothing, like, I don't think any, no one's going to, it's not a big deal at all.
1: Here's the, like, I was thinking of this just on the way here, just, like, what, what in what world would I have an issue, like, that I've been, genetically catfished I don't think that's
0: I don't think that's a thing also a if you thing. think about like wearing makeup is catfishing anything that you do to enhance your appearance wearing a flattering shirt that shows you from a certain angle is catfishing it's like it's you're enhancing your appearance you're doing what you want need to do to make yourself feel confident and excited to go out and I don't think any most I would say I'm not gonna say no one but I would say most people I feel like would not mind that the
1: sooner and the sooner she says something the sooner her soul is set free it feels like she's under a curse
0: yeah she feels like she has this big dark scary secret that like when she meant i think that's and that to me almost like i feel like that would be an interesting thing to share with the guy just because i think that like this and because she thinks it's this thing that she's triggered by with the nose job or this fear is like kind of irrational so to me that's almost like the more interesting thing about this whole thing to him. It's like, I don't, if she said to him like, hey, I, I've never mentioned it to you. I've actually had a nose job when I was a little. but somehow, for some reason, I've been like terrified to tell you. For some reason, I think you're going to like think mm-hmm. I'm like super uh, super materialistic or super superficial and I'm like, I'm really scared that like, it, it's been really scary for me the idea of telling you even though I kind of feel like it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, she, it's, it's interesting you use the word irrational. She's irrational about how she's played it out in her head. Right. She's, But she got it in a very rational way. I can't breathe. My nose is big in a way that makes me feel less confident. I'm going to make a change. That all seems, that's totally normal. The idea that you're the only one that lacks confidence in this entire world is not right. Everyone has confidence issues. Everyone has problems with their body, their face. Something on them makes, everyone has something on them that makes them feel less than. And so like anyone would understand. So right. it's irrational to think that he'd be like, but, but I'm a perfect creature. I could never touch my body like that. You know what I mean? Exactly.
0: So- and it's a, it's for me. It's like a great, it's a great way to practice being vulnerable. Because if yeah. you want to be in a serious relationship, it's not just showing the person the part of yourself that you feel like is the most perfect. It's showing them the things that like you feel a little insecure about. Because everyone has those, and that's what makes you actually closer to someone.
1: Here's the only way that I saw that I would be turned off okay and it was and it's very specific if her email was like I hate people who get cosmetic surgery and I tell everyone that cosmetic surgery is awful and you should be proud of who you are if right. you're that person but then you have this dark secret it's like finding out the person who's against gay marriage is gay right. yeah you know like it's like Oh, you're a hypocrite. That's yeah. when I would be. But the thing is, everything here is consistent with the emailer. The emailer is like, I had this, you know, this this breathing issue. I felt un, you know, not confident about it. It doesn't sound like that they're like against. Pla- if they were on social media every day being like, love yourself no matter what. Right. I would think of them a little different. I'd be like. I you know, love yourself no matter what, like, but you never mentioned this other thing. It's like the person that's like, you got to hustle when they're like a trust fund kid. Like, right. yeah. it, you know, again, does and, it match the context? Does it match the person? And can you admit to, okay, well I post stuff about love yourself because this was such a hard thing for me. You know what I mean? Totally. Like it, I think that that's the only time in where I'd be like, I, yeah, if
0: she was like, yeah, and I, she was touting and I, you know, self-improvement to to make yourself feel more confident. That would be, obviously. Yeah. Hashtag
1: there. natural skin, hashtag no makeup every day. Like, right. you know. It, it doesn't it's seem just like, like she's doing that. No, she's not doing that. But I'm saying that's, you know, like to stretch this out to like, in what world could someone reasonably be right. like upset with this information? That's the only scenario totally. I could say.
0: And here's the thing. If let's say he's in that very small minority of people who's like, I don't like plastic surgery, and I don't, I judge you just mm. for the fact that you got it, and I don't want someone who's had plastic surgery. That person's not a match for you because no. here's the thing: you wanted a nose job and you got it, and if that person is so offended by the idea that you did something to make yourself feel better and like and you look different than you would naturally, they're not the person for you.
1: Yeah. No, I, I've, I mean, listen. I've been with people who've had plastic surgery. Never even. I was like, "Good for you."
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, whatever. Uh, never really. If you registered. like the way they, it's.
0: You're kind of like if you like the way they look. Do you like the way they look? I, yeah, really I don't care what it. the restaurant
1: yeah. looked before the renovations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the food's delicious now. I'm loving it. Exactly. I don't care that you know we might have a couple of kids that we got you know that are all more schnoz than head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As they come out of As the womb, they, that's not my <laughs> child. My wife has a small nose. <laughs> um. Who was the one? Can you <laughs> imagine?
1: Oh my god! Um, I mean,
0: yeah, no, like, I, I, but, but, but let's say they are that person. They're not the person for you because you know what? You got a nose job.
1: Yeah, so and you did it, and you look great. I'm sure, and I love, but I just love that you can see in her email like all the qualifications she's making for why she should get a nose job it's just so ingrained in us to like be so hard on her. she's being hard on herself like in third grade someone said my nostril could yeah. fit a full human in it <laughs> and it never
0: left me to this day right
1: it's like just get the, it's get like the like nose job. If you did not like your
0: nose just get a nose job it's not a big deal
1: I got uh, I had stretch marks on my stomach uh, from gaining too much weight I got those lasered off that's like yeah. plastic Surgery. It's the same thing.
0: You're not 100% natural. No one yeah. is. Say it.
1: I think she, and I'm not saying this because she can say it whenever she feels comfortable. I'm not like, but I, I think you and I agree. Like right. it'll be like the spell has been released from you.
0: Right. You'll realize the secret is actually a lot more taxing than the actual thing. That's like that you need to tell. Absolutely. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows, making a comeback, you're a millennial. UUP with promo code UUP. clarinscom slash UUP with promo code UUP.
1: You ready for some awkward sex? Yes. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. A very different awkward sex today. We are closing the sext gap. Yes. So if people remember.
0: This was last week's, right?
1: Two weeks ago.
0: It was two weeks ago. Two yes. weeks
1: ago, okay. we received an email from the, the doctor and his girlfriend, right? The, it was the girlfriend of the doctor who was, te- they were sexting. And we said, we were like, what is the, what are the, and she was calling him are, depraved. Yes. And we were like, what are she these She was sex? like, these
0: disgusting, revolting texts that I sent that were so, depra- it kind of, yeah, it made it seem like they were like, I don't know, next level.
1: And we called to action. For the people, for to send us your sex so we can see, you know. Because honestly, now after reading her sex, like to say they're awful. No, they're your fantasy. Like, so I think what we're going to try and do is close the sex gap. Yes. By reading, and this person, hey J and J, I laughed so hard and had such a time hearing you read my story on the podcast. What an honor! So, if you want to hear the story, go back two weeks, and it's the doctor during his uh, was delivering a baby.
0: Sixteenth. I think it came out. Is it the 16th? Yeah, I think okay.
1: so. Okay, so go back and listen to that. The group chat and rest of my friends that listened texted me because they knew it was me and we all had a great time listening to your hysterical breakdown of it all. I'm here to close the sex gap. You wanted to know what I considered a depra- as depraved and filthy, you asked, so here you go. I attached a sample of our normal sexed play. Before you go read the attached screenshots, know that we use sexting as a safe place to act out fantasies we'd never actually go through, such as threesomes, foursomes, anal, and cuckolding. Okay. Okay. We mix it in with toys we like to use in real life and people we know in real life to make the fantasies more real, feel more real. This is. uh, I wonder if any of those people are listening. Uh, They might be. Sometimes we still sext each other from the opposite rooms in our house to keep things fresh and spicy hey, I'm eight months pregnant and I refuse to lose our sex life over some kid we haven't even met yet. Wow. Wow. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At what point does the kid become, it's okay to lose a little. I mean. (laughs) I've only known you a week, baby. Yeah,
1: come on. (laughs)
0: Don't think I'm not going out. (laughs) I've known Jessica our whole lives and it's her birthday.
1: Yeah, I gotta, (laughs) we gotta get to our fantasy place. As for jacking off in the call room, a room with two sets of bunk beds. Trust me when I say that is one of the more normal vanilla things that happen in there. Oh, I guess we reference like, what does he do? In the call room. And the, they were,
0: he was sexting in the call where room.
1: Where he was sexting from. People have sex in there all the time. I'd never want to see that. what horrors a blacklight would uncover. Thanks again for bestowing upon me the honor of being featured on Awkward Sex. We will still be listening to you guys to keep our sanity after this baby is born. And my husband and I are elbows deep in diapers and spit up. We both see far more disgusting things at work, so hopefully that helps us keep the spark and blow jobs alive. Love y'all sincerely. Fifty Shades of Grey's Anatomy. I changed the name a little. Okay, this is great. So are we going to read these sex?
0: I guess. I mean,
1: they're intense. Let's do it. There are we're, a lot, but we're, we can, we're we, closing. I'm, I mean, we have to close the sex we gap. We have to
0: close it. It's funny because I have to. Re- I'm her, so I have to read all of the like intensive, like uh, intensive super sexual things, and you just get to say like, yes, please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be her. I'll I'll kay. take her. I'll take okay, fine. I'll you'll I'll be take her. her. I'll, I'll be her. Be I'll be him. him. Okay. Okay. Let's You do know it. It. that you know I, we're
0: even reading. Listen, I'm not going to sit here like
1: and I, I, listen. I'm not against. It is well, when I read these, these a very male move to go, awesome.
0: KK. Yep, yeah.
1: Cool. Love it. <laughs> yes, please. This was
0: like one step above like thumbs upping the the Well,
1: I also sex. like that she writes, we would a hundred percent not do this. Like, let's just be clear. Like, if you're sexy, I don't really buy that. Like okay. the Oh, we would a hundred That's a right. very to me like it's a very female thing to be like, we would never. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, we would never. No, totally not. Well, she's you know, saying like,
0: this because they're probably saying the name of some, some person oh, okay. in them.
1: <laughs> so she crosses them out. Okay. We would
0: never do that. But, so, you
1: know. Okay. So I'll be her. You be him so okay. to make us all Great. feel better. Okay. Want to play like you walk in on me and blank? Look at that. That's a, the, the, she used a real name. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. That's
0: why she, yeah, she, we don't even know the name. She
1: crossed it out. Want to play like you walk in on me and blank? And then she dominates me so you can play with her huge tits.
0: (laughs) Yes, please.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a very male thing. Yep, I'm down. Okay. (laughs) And then I get her back by calling over some big dicks and I get them all off and then help them punish her. You come home from work to find blank and me and my teddies playing with each other's pussies and tits. We are being super filthy.
0: That sounds fun, baby.
1: (laughs) I mean, if anything, this closing the sex gap is teaching us that men need to step up. Seriously. Sucking each other's nipples and fingers while we fuck each other with fingers and vibrating dildos. We don't even notice when you walk in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you? (laughs) We're, We're going to town on each other's tits and pussies, making each other cum.
0: Ah, it's nice to see y'all playing nice. I strip down to my boxers and I'm rock rock hard.
1: (laughs) Then she sees you walk in. So she turns me around so my back is to her and she roughly starts to fuck my pussy with a huge dildo. With her arms around my neck slightly choking me, she says if you help her punish me, you get to play with her huge tits.
0: I just like the idea that he's, like, between rounds at the hospital. Like, just quickly. <laughs> like, you know, you might not even be really, like, scanning it. Like
1: can- He's using the, the auto-type to write thanks. He just writes T and then right? Hits and thanks. Right, and just automatically goes.
0: <laughs> mm, I like that plan.
1: Do you help her, baby?
0: I definitely help baby.
1: Baby's probably a bad word to use Yeah, I was like, is this the... Oh, yeah, this the- is... I
0: don't think... I think this is from the actual... That the nurses were reading... On call.
1: Oh, is this the-
0: I think she's saying these were the texts, right?
1: No, these are just a sample. Oh,
0: these are just a random sample. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do you help her? No, he's not delivering the baby.
0: <laughs> that's, I, that's why I originally
1: thought that. I'm yeah. like, is baby here yet? <laughs> yeah, we got the baby. <laughs> are you jealous we were playing making each other come? Or does it make you and that huge clock of yours hard and happy?
0: You forgot the <laughs> emojis.
1: Oh, uh, eggplant emoji, water emoji, tongue emoji.
0: She keeps stretching you out. I bite and twist your nipples while you scream. Hard and happy. Mm, how rough is the baby? I'm, not defi- I'm definitely not getting any voice work. <laughs> from,
1: from I'm Dipsy. not doing no voiceover. <laughs> no. She gets so rough with me, she fucks my pussy so hard with that huge dildo and bites my ears and neck. I yelp out. I like the word yelp used there. I yelp out, but then you put on my leash and collar and tell me to be a good girl and take my punishment. Then you walk me over to my bed and she ties me down, face down, ass up and makes me lick, suck, and deep throat that huge dildo she ducked me in. (laughs) She fucked me with before she shoves it in my ass and roughly fucks me with it. I think we get the idea. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think, I think...
0: I think we yeah, got the there's idea. There's so
1: much more here. Yeah,
0: there's a lot. She was okay. You're depraved. You're you depraved. Did it. Okay. It's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> we tap out.
1: Ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I ding, think we ding. Get the idea. Well, yeah. I mean, it's um, good to know what no. people are doing these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, also, it's- if you are looking for some inspiration, you want to get into the sexting game, you can copy and paste these.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We will not be posting them on our Instagram stories just because <laughs> don't get I don't think we want to get kicked the off the platform. Yet. But listen, good for them. Yeah. Um this was a very dramatic reading.
0: Yeah, and I'm it def, she definitely is a uh, she's creative. She's not ta- she's probably not talking to her husband about the the uh, American flags on the old Navy shirts. No, they
1: probably not. <laughs> she's thinking of. Whatever cock is underneath that old navy sweatshirt, exactly. yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, it listen, good for them. They're keeping it spicy. I don't necessarily believe that we would a hundred percent never do. You know, like right. you know, None like that the,
0: stuff seemed like
1: no. I it's
0: it's depraved, but it's not that depraved. Bring out the dildo. Yeah, go for it. That's fine
1: let's do another email
0: yeah I guess it'd be weird for this person who's their friend to find out (laughs) the
1: friend whose name was crossed out
0: well it sounds like she said her whole group listens so I wonder if if it's one of them
1: whoever's got big titties they're thinking about you (laughs) someone's sitting there with like an A cup like I guess I'm out
0: yes it's not me (laughs) Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP.
1: Let's do another email. All right.
0: Another email. Dear J&J, love the podcast and have been a big fan for a few years now. You guys have been in my ear and provided sage advice through the ups and downs of dating, including the breakup from my engagement a while back. Don't worry, been to slash going to therapy and doing the work. It's cool, and this is relevant in a moment. I will do my best to provide as much context as I can, but this story has some history to it. So here we go. Oh, that does have some history. Okay. A
1: lot of history. A
0: lot of history. I've known my now long-distance girlfriend since freshman year of college, where we met in the city. We are both 35 now. We never dated in college, but always flirted and enjoyed hanging out. We were super close, but were friends and always saw each other as, hey, there is that cute girl slash guy again. I know this because she has since told me. We both were dating other people when we first met anyways. We stayed friendly through college, but that is about it. Didn't speak really after and were more just acquaintances. About three years after undergrad, we ended up both going to grad school in a different city. We had more chemistry than ever before, and it was great, except for the fact that she had a boyfriend of seven years. To cut to the chase, it was not a healthy situation for either of us over the course of about the next three years. There were moments where I was the other guy, not proud of it, and moments where she loved being together, and still others where we were drunk and yelling at each other. Eventually, she broke up with her boyfriend and moved back to our college city. I decided the situation was too toxic and tried to back away. I started dating someone else and eventually cut off all communication because I got engaged. I admit I failed to fully explain the situation to her. It was bad and she hated me for it. Again, I know because she has told me. Well, engagement ended because I was with a very abusive and manipulative partner. Again, been to therapy, doing the work, and I really dodged a bullet if we're being honest. After that, I reached back out to my now girlfriend two years ago. It was a lot of work and talking for both of us to regain the trust we had before, We didn't know if we could be friends, let alone date ever. About six months ago, we decided to try dating despite me living across the country. My therapist brushed away the toxic shit from all those years ago as, and I quote, you were both young and stupid. Who cares? Interesting therapy. I mean...
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What alley does your therapist... That is very weird. He's in a van. Yeah. A California (laughs) van. He's a van therapist. Van therapist, yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't want to... this therapist, I don't know. I, that I, seems
0: like a very strange approach from the therapist. Maybe they were like having an off day.
1: Well, <laughs> like, You're not out of here. who cares? <laughs> we're all dumb ones. What are you going to do? Um,
0: yeah, that's very, that seems odd to me. Well, um,
1: I would also say, and listen, sometimes people are more honest with us than they are with anyone in their lives. Right. Like, I don't know how much your therapist knows they to give to that at their answer. look therapist in
0: the face every day. Right. Right.
1: Like, we just got a whole story
0: that... Uh, my reaction would not be, who cares?
1: I'm not a professional. I have no idea. I mean, maybe I, maybe that's the, the answer, so, but, just but... to
0: say that this whole history would have no effect on their, <laughs> yeah, it's on a little their weird. current situation to me seems like a little bit strange. Yeah. So because my plan is to move back to the city in the summer slash fall. It has been going great except for this one thing. She is friends with pretty much everyone she has ever dated, slept with, or made out with. And see some of them regularly. I can hear Jared in my head. She said yes to his naked body before. Maybe she will again. <laughs>
1: like, okay. God knows me well.
0: And I think, of, I think of all of them as predators. As I write this, she's out to lunch with the guy she dated right before me and broke things off with to date me instead. Doesn't it seem odd that the Friday before Valentine's Day, this dude <laughs> wanted to grab lunch? Okay, I don't think Valentine's Day is like a month. No. Like it's like... Doesn't it seem odd that three weeks before Valentine's Day,
1: she... Six and a half months before Valentine's Day, they went for drinks. (laughs) The Valentine's Day part
0: seems totally irrelevant. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I just see it as a check-in. Like, can we fuck again? I'm available if that dude is gone. Am I crazy to be intimidated by these relationships? What do these guys get out of it if not trying to keep someone on the bench as a possibility for later? She and I have lots of long conversations about where we are and what we want. We knew years ago we wanted to be together, but we're too dumb to figure out how to do it without being awful humans. We've grown up a lot and I'm very proud of the work we've done and gone through to get here. But how do I get to the place where I am cool with these types of relationships? I've mentioned it is not my favorite thing in the world, but I would never tell her who she can and cannot see. Any advice for a guy 2,000 miles away whose girlfriend is having lunch with the last person she slept with before me? Or plays rec sports with the guy she made out with drunk at a bar on a regular basis. (laughs) Will I ever be comfortable with these relationships or am I always going to think of them as waiting in the wings to see if I ever get kicked to the curb? Thanks for all that you do and helping shine a light in the darker corners of dating. Signed, a guy who has never actually seen Predator, but I don't think I'd like it anyways. I don't know what that is.
1: Predator is a movie. What is it about? It's not about. It's an alien movie. What is it? It has nothing. Well, I I guess. Have
0: you talked about Predator on your other movies? No,
1: I've. I've never even seen Predator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he mentioned it in his email, but I guess the Predator thing, but it didn't really explain. Oh, that
0: she's thinking of them. He says, I think of them all as Predators, the guys that.
1: Yeah, which was a weird use of the word, but I guess if you're thinking of it in the alien sense, I don't know. Here's what I'll say to this guy. Um, It's not crazy because they're doing what he did.
0: Yes, I was, that was my initial thought. Yeah. It's like, of course, but also like that's, you were cool with that being her aspect of personality when it was benefiting you. Yeah. Because that's what she did with you.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, to me, sometimes these things, like, I can't, I, he mentioned the thing about the therapist, which like, I I'm not, we are not experts. We, right. are, we are just giving an opinion. If, th- if I heard this story in any context, I would go, this therapist doesn't have all the information. To give that type of advice.
0: Right, assuming they're a licensed yeah. non-van therapist. Because,
1: yeah, not doing it out of an alley van. I would say to this guy, this, I mean, even the way he describes the end of this email is just like, like the it's it's fraught with issues.
0: To me, the basic underlying thing is that he clearly doesn't trust her. And I'm not saying that he must trust her mm-hmm. or he should trust her, but the issue is that he doesn't trust her. Yeah. Right. And maybe he has, and maybe he has reason. Like, it's funny to me that he didn't connect the dots of the fact that that's what they were doing before they started. To me, that's like kind of a very clear he, th- connection. He, that he didn't it's make. the
1: clearest connection. Like we're not smart for <laughs> saying like you're doing the same exact thing. That you did. Like, you're worried about these guys doing what you did to the other right. guy.
0: because she, and, and that's really the biggest reason he has the fear is not because she's having, she's not because she's getting a drink with someone she used to sleep with. It's that he used to be a guy she used to sleep, she used to had a, had a thing with, and then he did that. Yeah. So he doesn't trust her, which is, again, like, that's not good or bad. It is what it is. And I think that's the thing he really needs to reflect on.
1: I don't think this guy is ready to be in a relationship, if I'm going to be totally honest. With anyone. With anyone. Okay. I think this guy needs to figure himself out before he can like sit there and be, in a... the last couple paragraphs, she and I have lots of long conversations about where we are and what we want. We knew years ago we wanted to be together, but we're too dumb to figure it out. You're, I don't know. What does that even mean? What does that mean? You're writing, right. yeah, this is, this is, this isn't a romance novel. This is, you know, this, the things should be a little bit more simple than they, than the, you know, the, the fan fiction he has written.
0: Yeah, and I also don't like the way he talks about his ex relationship, which is like the, the person that he was engaged to while he was he was in, in the beginning of this per, of the mm-hmm. thing where he was talking to this girl. He was engaged to someone else, or he was dating someone else. Um, and the way he talks about her is that she was manipulative. And what did he say about her? I was in, with a very abusive and manipulative partner. Well, if that's the case, and again, you're the one who also saying that you were seeing someone while you were with this person. So he's not owning any sort of yeah. He's like, I'm better off. It was all this person. Like to me, that sort of shows like a lack of introspection into your, data, your own dating patterns and the way that you've dealt with your past relationship. It doesn't feel like he's fully processed that. He's like just villainizing this person as a manipulative and abusive person.
1: Yeah, he's not really owning. Like, And, and his way of owning things are saying, well, us two, me and this woman who I've known since college, we're going to fix everything by getting better together. Right. And it's not really
0: how it's the, not
1: how it's TV. gonna work. I mean, here's the here's the thing that with like and the fact that he gets out of an engagement, he goes back to the easiest person for him to talk to. Right. So And he's created baseline. in his mind
0: that they're like this like love story of like mental complications be. and then we made it through and all the other people like the were they were like distractions, and then we've decided to play. Like that's not really what makes for a healthy, not healthy because you both say it's healthy,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and, and well, that's the thing that he thinks fixing us means we're both fixed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's keep it concentrated to him. I don't know about the other woman in this situation. The like, if I was dating someone who's kept up with their exes, I would hang out with these exes and see if uh, it felt normal. Like, right. I'd be, I'd be like, hey, next time I come home, let's all go out, let's hang out, let me meet these guys. I'm sure they're good dudes. Like, that's a way to like feel the temperature of the room with them, and then when you see that they're just two friends and it's fine, you won't feel as bad. But I don't think it's as simple as that for this guy. I think for this guy, I think he needs to, like, have a... re. Right now, what he's trying to do, it's like like an investment thing where they, um, if you hold on to an investment...
0: Long enough, it'll...
1: It'll grow. <laughs> no, but I mean, well, it's if you buy a lot, I I, I don't know the name for this, but if, if you buy an investment and you say, uh, I'll hold and then it goes down, you oh. go, okay, I'll, I'll hold on to it until it gets back to even. Okay. Like you're never going to get back to even. You should sell now. Get your money cut out your losses, while you cut right. your losses. Yeah. Like to, if you lose 50% on your investment, you have to make 100% to get it back to even. Right. So right now he's sitting at down 50% trying to get back to even with this person that he thinks there's this romance with, but it's going to take twice as much and twice as right. good of, you know, because um, now there's two people who are fucked up instead of just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a two for one special. I, I, I think this guy needs some time away. Like, you know, this therapist that you have, you know, dig into them a little bit more. I think like, you're not going to be fixed by the person you're dating. Right. And I think that's like something like I've had to like come to terms with. Like, it's not going to be like, you know, you're not going to get like, I remember being like, I'll get in a relationship. Then I'll be like, I'll drink a little bit less and I'll be a more normal person. Right. And that's not how it works. You yeah, know, like you do
0: things. Cause you want to do them. Yes. And not because it's like,
1: this love will conquer right. all and it's right. fix all of our problems. Yeah. No,
0: like he's writing this. Like, it's like a movie. It's, not, it's a movie. not a movie. It's not a movie.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I I mean this is very difficult to say that like plus you're 2000 miles away like that's the other thing. Like everything happens for a reason. We do everything for a reason. We do everything to absolve having to deal with things. Right. Like to me, dating someone long distance that you had this scandalous thing with before because they're the only person that's easy to talk to because they've seen your naked body before. Yeah. There's I, a reason for all of this.
0: What I would recommend is break up break up with this person. Go see a real non-van therapist, <laughs> licensed therapist. Work on your own internal issues of like yeah. clearly like liking these dramatic situations, figuring out like what actually went on in your last engagement, broken engagement, because it mm. seems like he was just like, this person was terrible. That's why it ended. But mm-hmm. like not taking any part or any ownership over anything in that relationship, which yeah. to me was a major red flag if someone described their past relationship to me like that without saying anything that they could have done. mm mm-hmm. To cause the end of it, that would be an issue in itself. I would work through that past relationship, work through your own internal trust issues, and your own issues involving some sort of a need for relationship drama. It sounds like
1: also just like let's start with a clean slate. Have a relationship that's not with someone that you cheated with and didn't cheat with, and has right. all these that you know the past. You know the last guy she hooked up with, and the guy two ago. Like let's have, give right. yourself a chance. It only
0: works out in the movies like that. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
1: Let's play some games.
0: Let's do it. Okay.
1: UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com playing some red flag deal breaker. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. I think this might be a red flag deal breaker, but I might be the offender. I hate the term talking. Being used as a relationship status. Typically, it's used to describe someone you have been on dates with and are actively seeing, but are not in an official relationship with. Not established boyfriend and girlfriend. To me, it sounds so childish, and I refuse to use this term. It would make sense if I were in high school or even college where actual dates weren't always part of a relationship, but I'm almost 30 and I go on dates. So that's not talking that's dating. I get side eyes and flinches from friends when I describe guys as someone I'm seeing or dating early on. And I've had the guys themselves get very flustered when they hear me describe them this way. My opinion is that if it bugs them that after they've heard the, my explanation, they probably weren't the right match anyways. Is this a weird hill to die on? And should I hold my tongue throughout the talking stage? Ugh. Or in the reverse red flag deal breaker, he refers to dating as talking.
0: I think this is an interesting. I mean, every every dating term has people who interpret it their own way. Mm-hmm. Would you say if you went on three dates with someone, would you say you were dating them? No. What would you say? Been on dates. Been on dates. I think the talking, seeing. talking. I think seeing, seeing is also like a good medium. Yeah. Judgment. Well, I,
1: I, I, I've never heard a man called the talking phase.
0: I've never heard anyone really talk it like I'm talking to this. I guess I've heard actually. What? Maybe I have heard that. I've been talking to this person.
1: Talking, I've heard from women.
0: I heard, If someone says talking, I assume they haven't gone out yet. Oh, I I guess, yeah. yeah like, I've been talking to this person on the app. I could see how talked.
1: talking could be we've been talking, or I could see talking being we met up once, hooked up, and now we still text and trying to figure out a next plan. Okay. To me, it's a very casual version of dating.
0: So someone would use it as a way to kind of like... deflate the like importance of it
1: yeah well i think these and i'm sorry to make assumptions but these seem invented by women to make sure that other women don't judge them or they don't get too ahead she even says okay you know well that
0: way maybe that's good maybe it's a good phrase to have in your back pocket it's
1: not it's good for some Mm -hmm. you know obviously this person doesn't like it. that's fine and i agree with her on the saying to saying a guy yeah i'm dating you is a good way to, if she feels that then that's what she feels right. like, and it's a good way to see if they get flustered by that. Yeah, they're not where you are. Do to you, me, that's a version of the reveal.
0: Do you say do you say dating when you are like in an? Would you only say you were dating someone if you were in a real relationship with them?
1: If I was being, yeah, I would say I'm dating someone if I was exclusively um, with them. Yeah, if I okay. wasn't seeing other people,
0: that would be an exclusive and on thing.
1: I'm dating someone is a very strong thing for me okay. to say.
0: I would say I'm dating someone if they were, like, in a 3 month or thing and we would yeah. seeing each other every week. I would say, like, we're dating.
1: I'm dating someone right now. But to me, that's even boyfriend-girlfriend that's exclusive. Like, Interesting. Because okay. a breakup is—anytime a breakup is needed, you're dating someone. To me. Okay. But I'm saying these terms, like, I think for her to say— My only issue with what she says is— She can call it whatever the fuck she wants. But right. I think my only issue with her is that when she writes— It sounds so challenging, and I refuse to use this term. Well, that's okay if you refuse to use it, but, like, let's not. Now
0: you've made it, like, your thing.
1: Yeah, let's not eye-roll people who use it. Right. You know, like, and I think this is, again, your friends are the ones that are eye-rolling and getting whatever about you because it's not, like, the guy's reaction to it is very different than your friend's reaction to it, as she said.
0: right. And sounds like the guys don't care.
1: The guys either don't care because they are dating you, or they care because they think that's too serious for them, and you're finding out something you wanted to know anyways.
0: Right? Yeah. So, so it's if, a good thing. Yeah. So I guess if they were, if I, if I went on a date with a guy who called it talking, I don't think I would care unless I thought we were dating, like, like we were more serious than we were. Sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'd be relieved by it. You know, if, but also well,
0: that goes to show but, our different
1: <laughs> attitude towards relationships. But I but, think you know what I mean. Well, no, if I if I was calling them if if I was saying to people I'm dating this person, they were like, "Yeah, we're talking." Like you don't okay. say talking. Okay. The phrase doesn't even come out of my mouth seriously. Right. Yeah, we're talking. Well, yeah.
0: If I if I had been on if I had been seeing a guy for two three months and he I heard that he told someone that we were talking, I would mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, oh. yeah, like, he doesn't. He's not interested in that." Then
1: I and, think it's I to me this is a good thing that she's making a thing for other people. Right. You know, like the, 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 the deal breaker to me is you having an argument with everyone that says they're talking with them.
0: Right. But you can use it to your advantage of like, okay, you're going to great. What this is what, what it means to me? Does it mean that to you? And then yeah. you're out. <laughs> you're out. I'll Let's like do another long. one. All right. Hi, J and J love you and your words of wisdom. I realize this can be a sensitive topic, but thought as two Jews, you could provide some insight. Here
1: we go. Mishpacha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My very sweet and awesome living boyfriend of two and a half years, who I am planning on marrying someday soon, and I were at dinner the other day. The restaurant was in a hotel that is supposedly haunted. Ooh! <laughs> I brought up ghosts and if he thought they were real. Then we got into what they could be like, are they energy or spirits or what? He says, I think they could be real. And if they are, they're souls stuck between heaven and hell, possibly.
1: This is a better conversation than the old Navy sweatshirt. Right? I gotta say, I'll I would would be it. okay with this.
0: I was like, wait, you actually believe in heaven and hell and the afterlife and that you get judged and, and let in or not? He says, yes. And I said, well, what does it take to get in? He says, <laughs> you, so have, you, know. you have to be Christian and believe in Jesus. Uh-oh. I said, I am not and I don't.
1: So and no gay people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, it's a very narrow uh, yeah. point of view. And so he says, well, you're probably going to hell. Whoa. I burst out laughing, but he was serious. I was like, you know I'm a good person and I'm still not getting in by your standards. He says, I don't make the rules. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. Wow. Wow. I love that he's not not backing down at all. I actually find it kind of commendable. Yeah. I was floored, not because I believe in any of this, but just because he... But just that he thinks I'm going to hell and isn't bothered by it.
1: Wasn't this a Seinfeld episode? Wasn't this David Putty? Well, oh, wait,
0: okay. okay. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, sorry. He says, I can believe what I want and I'm, and I'm making my choices. The funny thing is this man doesn't go to church and religion has never been a part of our lives. We made it a joke and said I will be fine because I love burning hot, hot showers, go to hot yoga every day and listen to true crime and serial killer podcasts all the time. So I may actually like it. All fair points. This scenario was a plot on an episode of Seinfeld, which I thought was hilarious and also (laughs) ridiculous. Turns out I am the real life Elaine. In the episode, Elaine dumps putty over it. Is it a red flag that he thinks this about me and isn't really concerned? It's not a deal breaker to me because it's not a huge part of our lives, but would love your thoughts. Better pack my
1: bags. I mean, she's taking this way better than I would.
0: Well, my question right my question is like is he saying that almost like is in a way of like and I don't want kids. Yeah, like, to get out of the relationship you know what I mean? For, yeah. so that he's like making it known that this is important to him even though he's not shown it at all in any sort of other aspect of his life.
1: Yeah, I think this relationship is going to end soon.
0: Right, to me that's like I have like, the
1: same right? yeah, same, you're tracking on the same. Cuz he's
0: not backing down. He's like, yeah, you are you know, I don't make the rules, like you you're, you're going to be going to hell.
1: It, also, he doesn't go to church. Right. So like you were just born to go to heaven like in his mind it, it is actually very problematic that <laughs> he does right. he does none of the work to be a good christian but he's just going to get in because he's a christian
0: if if we're going with the assumption right that he actually believes this yes then he's like deeply irrational and also kind of a hypocrite yes and if we're going with the ra- ra- the explanation that he doesn't really believe it it's and Im- he's using this as like a a weird way to lay the groundwork for like, this isn't going to work.
1: This is why it won't work. Or you to dump me or to, I mean, she's Jewish, right? Yeah. That... I mean,
0: I wouldn't say this to, even if I believe this, I wouldn't say this to someone cause I would think it would be offensive. Yeah. Even if I like in the back of my head, I was like, well, maybe they're not going to heaven. I would still be <laughs> like, okay, maybe I'm not going to like say that outright. Like,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a few comedians out there that have a joke about like, when you die, you like, we're all together. And then they, they're like, no, when I die, I'm, I'm leaving my wife behind and I'm going to be, you right. know, and it's like this kind of a version of this too, where he's like, yeah, when we die, I'm, I'm goodbye. The, the, I, I'll yeah, be in heaven. You'll be in hell. With I'll, the Larry
0: uh, Cheryl eternity and beyond. Do thing. they have
1: that? Is, is that a, it was a curb thing too? Yeah. It was a curb thing. I was I, I've there. seen. Yeah. So this is, um, it has that node to it I mean you're right he's either signaling or this is who you're dating right and both to me are a deal breaker yeah like at at this point what's the next thing you're two and a half you're living with this person you had no idea they believed in heaven and hell to the point where they thought you were going to hell
0: right and they said their response to your like offense being taken back by that is I don't make the rules
1: yeah (laughs) yeah God does. I've heard of him before at yeah. Sunday school when I used to go.
0: Like if he really believes it, he thinks like is the mother of his children potentially is just going to be going to hell.
1: Yeah. Do the kids go to hell? Good point. Am I going to hell? No.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would bring this up again if I were you. Yeah. So that thing you mentioned,
1: yeah. I listen, I also wouldn't start booking the rabbi for the, the wedding.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me that is, he's inviting a larger conversation. Yeah. Which he should be.
1: Jordan, we literally just did a whole you up with benefits about dating outside of your faith and dating outside of your religion. You talked about it on, it's on you up with benefits right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, thankfully Mike doesn't, if he thinks I'm going to hell, he hasn't told me yet. So it's now now your opportunity. Um, yeah. But yeah, we did a whole episode about dating someone outside your religion. You can listen now. It's seven day free trial. If you want yep. to check it out, you can listen to all the benefits episodes um, or stay and be a subscriber because we have a lot of subscribers and everyone who's I've never heard someone who subscribed and didn't love it.
1: Yeah. People stick around. It's three bucks a month um, and you get the episodes ad free and they come a day early yeah, both Sunday special and the regular episode and you get two extra bonus a month and it's a good deal. It's a good deal. So, uh, yeah, go sign up and all you have to do on the Apple podcast app. You just hit the button and on Spotify, you just search you up with benefits. So it's right there. Let's do one more. J&J, red flag or deal breaker. The person cancels the date because they have a cold sore. I have a date tonight, and I woke up with a huge cold sore on my lip. Is it a red flag to cancel because of this, or is it more of a red flag to show up with a massive cold sore? Sincerely, cold, sore, hearted.
0: So, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or mm-hmm. not, but if I had a date and I wasn't feeling feeling super self-conscious about something that was going to be on fairly quickly... hmm I might cancel it just to like... Because it would might just put me in a less excited mood to go out and I'd reschedule for a time that I felt more like my confident, most confident best self.
1: That's the most reasonable reason to cancel to me. Okay. Like, Good. you're not feeling great? Cancel. Hey, would love to do it again. Here are yeah. some dates I can do it. You know, canceling is all about... We've talked about this. Uh, it's all about in w- the reschedule. Yeah. Like how... And, and if the person can't... I, like, listen, everyone gets a shot. Everyone gets a chance. I don't know. You know, I don't have a cold, I've, I've never had one to mm-hmm. like have to camp, but I've, I've had, other had th- like a
0: really bad pimple or something, just something that you were just like, feel like not, not I, feeling yourself about. I've felt
1: fat and yeah. not wanted to go on a date. I think so that's it's the same I, I, thing. I've yeah. canceled for feeling fat. So right. I would say to this person, there is no shame in being like it, it, for the exact reason you said. Like, yeah. I, but you know, to me it, it turns into a, a different red flag deal breaker. Oh, they couldn't understand that tonight wasn't the night for me. I don't think they have to would say. Would you tell that?
0: I mean, would you tell the person that you felt that?
1: <laughs> hey. Sorry, I'm
0: feeling a little bloated. Well, I'm not bloated. gonna make it. Well,
1: yeah. I, you know, I I wouldn't say it in I would that say many I don't words. Feel great. I don't feel great. Yeah. Tonight's not the night for me. It's really not a good night for me. I've said that before and yeah, canceled. And I think that's fair. Yeah, agreed. We did it again.
0: Solve dating. So proud of us. Until our Sunday special, we will see you next week. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Betches